fun-filled edition of the Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your super extra special good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. Uh, my name is Adam Fairholm, and with me, as usual, is the panel, or what I like to call the panel. The three of us are the panel, and it starts with Mr. Douglas Klinger. Uh, how are you, Doug? Super good, Adam. Uh, wh- what does the Massachusetts say? Okay, so we'll get to that later, but first we have to introduce <laughs> the other member of said panel, and that is uh, Mr. Adam Alexander of Fringe Music Fix. How are you, Adam? I'm as good as it's going to get. Hmm. That's good. <laughs> I guess that that's always a relative scale, but we'll just assume that means really, really good. It can get really, really good. And we are recording this the date of uh, October Thursday, October 24th, at the end of the day. And um, as usual, we're talking about the week in music videos, the news, the highlights, the top the low ten, lights. the low lights, the all all the lights, every single light is represented here uh, on this podcast. Oh yeah. Um, so this was a, a different week, like we, we mentioned many times before, but it bears repeating. October, November, December, a little bit more of a quieter time in music videos. We're not seeing the the big numbers as such. Um, but, uh, but we're still seeing a lot of fun stuff. So I guess should we, I think this week we should start with the picks because here's what happens. We always end up talking about the most popular videos of the week. And then at the end of the episode, we're like, Oh wait, this list changed. And so hmm. I think we should give it 50 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and let this list change because I can already tell you right now, the list that we're looking at right now, the top of the list, Tamara Braxton, Hot Sugar, that's a music video from last week. Oh God. And so it's going to, it's uh, irrelevant. It's irrelevant. So you, you're meaning to say that the number one song yet again is a novelty music video. Yep. Novelty music video, knock it out of the park in October, two weeks in a row. <laughs> October is killing it. I guess we could just talk about this video because it also happens to be a staff pick. A staff picked it tonight. IMVDB picked it tonight. So let's. Oh, you did? I didn't know about that. I went for it. it. I was waiting till we had the official embed. That's also something we can talk to about it. Talk about it too. Whatever. That's another thing we should talk about. Let's so, let's first say what we're talking about. So what we're talking about is uh, I think it's pronounced Elvis, Elvis or something like that. Um, something, from, some one of those things. Um, and they came out with a, a new song slash video, Massachusetts. And I want to say Massachusetts because I actually lived in Massachusetts in Boston for a year, and I apparently Ooh. said it said it wrong the entire time. Um, and they're playing a World Series baseball game. They're right, right at right at this very moment, the Boston Red Sox. I used to live right down the street from old Fenway Park. Never saw a game there. Um, bragging, 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 bragging. So uh, um, we should just so, so it's important. So you have to, to say mention. they. You said they. We should just preface by saying Yelvis made the Fox video from a couple weeks ago, which was an insanely popular music video about what about the things that a fox says. Uh, if you don't know this video, look it up. Look it up. It's in the show notes. All right, and uh, Yelvis is a uh, very much like the Lonely Island here in the United States. They do kind of funny, and and they have all sorts of different songs. Um, and uh, they have like a kind of like a rap one where they're all when they're auto tune and stuff. <clears throat> and all their music videos are directed by the same person. I'm gonna butcher his name because it's Nordic and it's Ole Martin Hasmo. And this one is is no different. And this one was. Uh, so, after the insane popularity of the Fox, I'm actually not sure if they had recorded this track yet. 
um, or if they've even you know started recording this song. But it's it's a weird topic for a song. Massachusetts is it's basically an entire th- song making fun of Massachusetts. Um, and there are certain things that they get like very very right. Like the first time they say like Massachusetts and they pull out and they're on a city corner. And it's like a tiny bank of America, like shanty, <laughs> like surrounded by this like low rise, you know, like this kind of like little town with the tiny, you know, tiny buildings in the neighborhood. That's that's what like 90 percent of Massa, like like the Boston area is like Brookline and like Somerville and all that area. Very funny, very uh, apt um, or apropos, I guess, or whatever. And um, it's, I don't know. Did you guys when you guys did, when you heard the song came out and it was obviously because of the Fox was hugely successful um, and it will be number one uh, for this week. Did you guys, were you guys surprised by the topic here of all the things they can make fun of in America? <laughs> it was an, it was an interesting choice. I think it, I think it might be like general. There's some like general American stuff. They could kind of be, they could be singing any state and still be showing similar footage. And, uh, and it would still be kind of taking a shot at America. Um, um, is there like an equivalent of this? Like, what, what can America, can an American like group make a song kind of shitting on a city of from another country and get away with it the way they kind of are getting away with this? I, I don't know. I mean, do you think do you think this but... do you think this compares to like the um the uh like like three guys in Japan song that Lonely Island did? <laughs> the three three uh, douchebags in Japan. Not really. Yeah. Um, I, the, the funny thing of this video is that it's deliberately like doesn't really talk about anything real about Massachusetts. I mean, the, the closest thing it comes to is like talking about priests. One of my favorite, favorite bits is the um, staring dogs of, uh, of Suffolk County. Which, right. like, none of it makes any sense. Even when they're like the Massachusetts skyline, they're showing that what they're showing like, is very obviously not the Massachusetts skyline. Massachusetts, <laughs> Boston, or, sorry, the Boston skyline. Boston is a, pretty large city with a, with a nice skyline they just showed like some like dumpy like factory town like on the on the coast you know like like way down like north on the coast so i like they, i like this <laughs> i like stuff that like they're like it, it like the massachusetts joke starts to unravel near near like the back half of the video and it and it like ends up being like all these like these like like homoerotic kind of like just like gay <laughs> gay jokes and like and like and like references to that and that's not that stuff i think is really funny i love yeah, the I two love friends it. the two friends uh you know yeah. the two friends hanging out never crossing the line it's a thin thin line they yeah. that, those and if you i started watching and we, we posted a little playlist of all the um yelvis uh yelvis music videos and uh that's something they do a lot Especially yeah. going into, they they will do like a little non sequitur like that. They're very they they share so many commonalities with the Lonely Island, but are so are, are very different. Um, in a lot well, of they ways. can they actually can sing really well. Yeah, and there's three of them, and you get to actually see them in this video, which is interesting, and and people love them. Doug, you should talk about the the way it originally came out, which was really odd. Yeah, so it was it started making the rounds early in the week. I think as early as Monday or Tuesday, and um, it like it was being shared all over the place. And we went and added it in the database. And then we realized that the embed was from some man's YouTube account. It wasn't like any kind of official YouTube account. And the the YouTube it was clearly filmed from a TV show. Like not 
not a feed like somebody plugged in the audio cables into their television to record it, but in fact, they just filmed it with like a camera, like filmed their TV. And you can see kind of, because all of the Yalvis songs are subtitled, um, which is typical of like YouTube music videos that are comedy videos. They'll always, they'll, they'll frequently subtitle them so you don't miss the jokes. But, um, uh, it, you, like you could see them moving around and stuff, so clearly it wasn't in uh, like the official embed. But the audio quality was perfect, which was really interesting. And, and that video got you know was was like I said, making all the rounds was on Huffington Post. Everyone was sharing it, and um, finally it the, an official version was uploaded. So we were able to put it in the database ourselves. But it was just interesting how um, there was this version out there that wasn't the official version. Clearly, it had aired on TV already and somebody had just filmed it and put it up there and, and we could tell because it was just like like there were like annotations over top of the over top of the video it was like hey throw me a subscribe bros like it was stuff that was like clearly not from an official source so it was it was funny it's just interesting how that stuff how that stuff happens like why anyone doesn't immediately put something on the internet once it's released it's it's beyond me that like that stuff they can let that kind of thing happen. It took away views. It it took away views. This video would be over three million views for sure. I'm sure they don't care, but uh, maybe they do. Well, also, Elvis is sort of like a as far as I can tell. I may be getting this wrong. I actually know somebody from Norway. Maybe I should call them up. Adam, do you know anybody from Norway? No, I don't know anyone. But no, but no, no. But I do know that that these videos. Uh, which might be the answer to why why these don't get go live online right away is they're from like a, a variety show something like right. a Saturday Night Live and in the same way that a Lonely Island video won't hit the web right away it'll air on SNL first so that might be the answer to why this I wonder when this aired on a show first yeah when I'm not this, sure because I feel like I, I I did a little when the Fox was popular I went and watched a few of their other videos and uh, I. I don't. I can't be one hundred percent sure of this, but I feel like I had seen this when I made those rounds mm. like a few weeks back. That's and maybe it was. It might have been Bitey in his living room's feed that I had watched. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I had watched it. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I certainly don't remember it. And like the internet reacted as if it was brand new. Um, um, and they definitely have a lot of videos out there. We even made a. We even pulled a smart playlist and shared that on our social media accounts this week. So you guys, you look that up or just pull up the smart playlist, check out all the videos because they're all pretty funny. Yeah, and but, actually, uh, yeah, I'm looking at a clip of the of the variety show here, Adam. Yeah, because they they do have it's it's a little bit like a like a talk show format in a way. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the at the end of the copied version that was out that came out earlier this week. You see them on that show. It's at the very end, uh-huh. and they like you can see them as you can see them as guests on the show. But the thing about like you know the day after Dick in the Box, you, you know by by Monday Dick in the Box is on the the Hulu YouTube account or the SNL YouTube account. You know they've got that on the internet. You know within uh-huh. 24 hours after yeah. airing. Uh, so maybe they just they don't got have Hulu. <laughs> yeah, they just do it different in Norway, there's, bro. There's, and there's no Hulu here in Canada, so I is, wouldn't know that. There's no dick in the box the next day. We will have to wait. Is it we'll true that um, that Canadian <laughs> Netflix is awful? Uh, it fails in comparison. It's been improving. We've got Degrassi, and you guys don't. So, mm-hmm. we've been there. Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, no, it it's definitely yeah. 
it definitely fails in comparison for sure um that's that's what i keep hearing which which sucks because like even like um, even u.s netflix i get very very frustrated with because i've been going to the documentary section i like documentaries you know if i if I, i'd rather watch a documentary than a movie so I'm, i go to the documentary section a lot you know on the weekends to watch and it's just it's like it's the same shit I've been seeing for three, four years. At the you know at, at the top, it's it's um I think there are some areas of Netflix that stagnate as well in the U.S. But anyway, um, stay in the U.S. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> music videos do not uh, do not play on Netflix, so we should so we should move on. Sorry, I I I was wondering about oh, that. They play on that YouTube thing that is coming out though. Yeah, tell us about this, Doug, because you looked at this today, and I didn't. I honestly read the whole article. I don't get it at all it's, so it sounds like the way so it sounds like youtube is getting into like the on-demand music scene kind of like spotify or um uh the other one pandora kind of like audio <laughs> kind of like pandora but uh they're gonna have it that includes video um and what it will include will be the ability to listen to music or watch video offline so you'll be able to save save the stuff to your um the same way that you can save stuff offline for Spotify, um, and that also the stuff will come ad free, and uh, you can, um, yeah, you'll be able to have you'll be able, the YouTube is getting into the uh, it'll be a premium service, so it'll be a paid service, but you'll be able to kind of make um, do a, it. Seems like the only things that will make it beneficial. Um, it's offline saving. You already can make playlists in YouTube. You already can have the stuff play automatically. So I'm not really sure how it's going to completely work. And maybe it'll integrate. I mean, obviously, YouTube is owned by Google. So it can be bigger than just YouTube and incorporate more things. Um, yeah, this is the part that I don't understand, this whole offline thing. Because I this, this is the same thing that baffles me. And maybe it's just a, a, a part of people that I don't understand the the idea you know like we talked about you know iTunes which Downloading blows me away yes it sells music videos like you can go on and if I want I'm gonna go buy Katy Perry Roar two bucks there we go and I own it and I can watch it whenever I want I can do whatever I want with it I don't understand that at all um, just because and maybe it's maybe it's a, a, maybe I'm spoiled you know being in you know, a place where everywhere I, I go, there's wife, there's Wi-Fi everywhere, and maybe there's you know there's a yeah. advantage to downloading it. But I just I, do you guys, yeah, do you guys understand that at all? Because because when I hear like YouTube, like you know that we there would be music videos, and first of all, I think there's a huge question of you. I, I, I think there's so many issues and so many vagaries and weird things that would come out of having YouTube be have a paid service like that. That that could be a whole conversation on its own. But when you guys hear like offline playing for music videos, I mean, does that interest you guys at all? Oh no, no. I can only think of I can only think of one time that I'd ever do anything offline, and that's if I'm in an airplane, like exclusively in an airplane. <laughs> I basically have access to the internet pretty much anywhere else. At the very least, three G on my phone. So. No, and I don't watch any kind of video on any airplane. I get motion sick, so I just go to sleep. So I I can already tell you that definitely not. And you can already watch some music videos in airplanes, like JetBlue and all the ones with TVs. Like they have regular TV, and then you can like pull up 
pull up like a handful of music videos also hmm. um, and watch them through that thing. So no, I have no, there would be no reason for me to ever do that. So, so just a maybe, couple things uh, for me. Um, being in Canada, bandwidth is really expensive here compared to the U.S. Like if you guys were to look, it's crazy. It's like so expensive here. And we oftentimes don't have unlimited internet either and on mobile devices as well. It's like super expensive and you get like a gig and then that's it. Hmm. So, yeah, we can't really stream very like, I mean, you got to watch, right? Because it's like extra charges and stuff. So I rely heavily on offline um, music, offline caching of music. I use RDO, which because there's no Spotify here, and uh, and I use that a lot. But uh, video, though, offline music video caching, I don't know. That's strange. It's new, right? I don't know. Not really. It doesn't really appeal to me. Well, I think it goes knows? back to the whole, you know, the whole notion that I mean, in the early twentieth, twenty first century, we got this. These two, you know, competing ideas. Like one led by Steve Jobs, and his idea was people want to own their music, right? And that was the whole idea behind the iTunes Music Store: is that you buy your music and you you own that. Um, and then the other competing sort of worldview was that you rent your music and you you rent your entertainment. And that's where you know the Spotify's and the RDOs of the world come in. And you know, for me. I, I started out in the Steve Jobs camp, and, I, and I've come full around to the, the the rental camp. You know, I and I'll go nuts with with data. I'll I'll go on a run and I'll you know stream just like straight from Spotify for like yeah. you know forty five minutes, just running around. You know, and not even in like a metropolitan area, just out in the fields. You know, um, and and I and I feel like that's you know with Netflix and everything like that. There's there's I think there's so much of a disconnect now between oh, between having access versus owning. So mm-hmm. for for me, like you know, when you say like there, you can have stuff offline. To me, that's there's there's almost no difference between that and, and having a video on YouTube anyway that you can just access whenever. There's no, I don't think I think the distinction between owning and 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 having access to is, you know, when in the next like five years will be almost gone. Well, so here's a few things. Obviously, Spotify has become a way, for, another way for artists to get paid, or at least labels to get paid. So maybe this can bring some money into the music video camp. Who knows? And you know, actually, it just says video. It doesn't specifically say music video. Now you have to assume that it will be music videos and probably live performance videos and and whatever else lyric videos and all of that stuff you have to assume that music videos would be part of it well anyway so, uh, I, I don't understand any of this and i i feel like we should go back to music videos a little bit sorry what, what were you gonna say Adam? just another quick thing on this topic just because i'm wondering like I, I guess we don't know much now but i guess my concern is that is this gonna in some way limit the way youtube works now or are we gonna see like uh you know some i think it'd be thing a se- where... i think it'd be a separate service Separate yeah. service. I, I don't get it. I don't really get it. It is interesting news. So we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. Let's swing back to music videos. As we were talking, as we were talking, a re- I, I realized and I added to the database a Red Foo video. How? Who's excited about that? Adam. What day this week? I haven't seen it. It came out the 19th, so technically this weekend, mm. but it'll, it'll make the list. I just uh, by Mickey Finnegan. Oh, I got to watch yeah. this. How do we miss stuff like this? I don't have... I mean, it, they, it, I mean... I mean it's not on a Vivo or anything like that. It's just on his Red Food channel. Hmm. 
Um, and well, it came out on a Saturday, but it's got half a million views, so it'll make our list. Got half a million views. Let me well, let me update the cash here. And it's and it, the song doesn't. It's seven. It's almost eight minutes long, and the song doesn't start for like three minutes into it. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Actually, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I refreshed. And it uh, looks like we've got to Massachusetts at the top. And then... Um, Somehow tomorrow is still there. Uh, Red Foo, Let's Get Ridiculous is that uh, we'll be at number three there. Um, so there's a few interesting videos that I, I wanted to bring up this week. And one of them is something that we haven't seen before. And that is a... Well, actually, we, we did see it with the Eminem survival video. But something that's even closer, closely tied into a music, uh, sorry, a video game, and that is Don Diablo Origins. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen this? Yep. Um, so this one is basically, like, so with the Eminem survival video, it was basically a music video with Eminem in it, and they had projections of Call of Duty on the back. So this one is for, <laughs> excuse me, back and then. That, and, that, and that video, that song is used in the Call of Duty actual commercial that you see on TV as well. Right. So this one, uh, Origins by Don Diablo, is for the, on the um, soundtrack. They have soundtracks to uh, video games uh, <laughs> for Batman Arkham Asylum uh, Origins, I believe. And uh, and a lot of this is gameplay, basically. It's like, it's it's action, and but it is video you know video game rendered action and it has this little storyline with batman it's actually a really really entertaining video i liked it a lot it's full length and it basically it was i don't know i've never seen that concept before like taking a music video and you know making it be basically a story that unfolds with the graphics and the you know the characters from the from the video game of an actual video game like i've seen it before in like that hot chip video that that Peter Serafinowicz directed. You remember that one, the soccer game one? Mm, yeah. Where yeah. they start like fucking. That's cool. <laughs> it's a great video. But yeah, I've never yeah. seen it with an, with an actual video game that was like so closely tied in. It's Batman Arkham Origins. Sorry, not Arkham Asylum or- Origins. Stupid idiot. I know. I'm such a moron. Um, and it is the it's the title track off of the off of the um of of the album um and I know that they've been doing video game soundtracks for a while I just haven't seen this sort of integration with it but I think it wor- I think it worked like really well well yeah I mean half a million views it's tough to dis- to, to dispute that and it looks cool I don't play video games anymore but it looks like it would be cool like a cool fun video game to play play video games with do you play video games Adam. Not really, but I have played the from those Batman that series. They're good. Yeah, the Arkham Asylum series. I have never played it before, but I hear that's like that's one of the games I hear like Call of Duty, like Grand Theft Auto, and Arkham Asylum are games that people like. Um, so anyway, it was uh, it was interesting. It was directed by um, we don't have we don't have, a we, don't have we don't have <laughs> that's the one of them that we that we have. Um, so the, and just one one that I wanted to mention quickly because uh, it is directed by someone who's who's uh, been on the site and on the top ten quite a bit. That Jesse Chavero, Wizen, Que Viva La Vida. Did you, any of you guys le- watch this video? Yeah, I, I'm in a different language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying we usually skip over the other language videos, but I'm gonna I'm gonna drill down into this one um, because Wizen is used to uh, is you know. He's in the database quite a bit as Wizen and Yandel. They definitely have. They're like kind of like a Daddy Yankee. You guys familiar with the reggaeton Daddy Yankee? Definitely. Um, I feel like you're lying to me. No, um, I, I mean I live in Miami. 
<laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I was gonna say, did, Adam, are you familiar with Daddy Yankee? No. He's like a it's, it's a genre of music called reggaeton and uh, very popular. And he's like the basically the king of reggaeton. Um, but anyway, this was a, this uh, met a virgin as a at a virgin megastore in Orlando. It was awesome. <laughs> I was there to see him. I was just at the Virgin Megastore. Uh, I miss the and, Virgin Megastores. And, and Don Diablo, or it was there. Donna Moore, Donna, Donna Karen. Uh, anyway, I, 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 we we can skip by this video. It's no, I I couldn't I can watch it. I, I got sick watching it because the, the camera work is so um, on purpose, like jarring and, and shaking, mm-hmm. moving all over the place. I just couldn't follow it. So let's move. Let's move on to one of my favorite videos of the week, and I know it's one of Adam Alexander's favorite videos of the week too. You gotta say the title. Harry <laughs> Pom you Pom you. That's what I can say, and I can say Mona Nightland, and that is the song and video <laughs> that I like. Harry uh, Pom you Pom you is like a huge J-pop artist, right? Back me up here, Adam. J-pop. I think so. Yeah. Pop. Huge J-pop article uh, artist. She makes some of like honestly some of the most like creative and and batshit insane uh, music videos you will ever see. Um, a personal favorite of mine. It was a it was a it was um it was a pick of the week of mine like two years ago on the podcast. The song is Pon Pon Pon. One of my favorite music videos of all time. But uh, but but uh, Monte Nightland is a really great video as well. Really like just insane, insane stuff in this video. I want I want uh, I want to get Adam Alexander to describe this video for us a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah. hey, it's pretty. It's very colorful for sure. And uh, I don't really know what's going on, but uh, <laughs> those skeleton those skeleton guys are cool. <laughs> There's like a lot. It's like uh, there's there's a lot of very strange choreography, a lot of very strange visual effects, like colorful that like have like this um, like an innocent like core to them, or like innocent like outer shell that have like a really kind of twisted core to them, maybe a little bit. It's just like really, it's a very tough video to describe, um, but it's a lot of fun. Where, where do you stand on J-pop, uh, Fairhome? Well. Well, a few things. First of all, is that um, Pon 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 and this video are both directed by uh, June Tem- Temukai, uh, who has directed, as far as I can tell, pretty much almost all of Kare Pamu Pamu's videos. Um, so this is another one of those. Like we're talking about Yelvis and uh, and their director. This is kind of like a ongoing, multi-year, multi-release. Um, partnership that is directed that has resulted in these music videos, mm-hmm. um, and J-pop. I I took Japanese for several years in college and uh, was a fan of the the Japanese culture. So I I I, I like J-pop a lot. Um, I'm not. Um, I have a hard time listening to songs in other languages, um, and I find well, that you know what they're saying in this song. What are they saying? You know, because you took Japanese. <laughs> No, I can't speak it anymore. But the um, but I feel like the thing is that J-pop doesn't have the hits, right? They don't have the the, the crossover hits like K-pop, the the South Korean pop. Um, so I think they and and like many things in Japanese culture, they take it and they just run it past the goal line and like 
out the back of the stadium into a waiting car. Well, there, there are some elements that like you can pick out and you can understand what's going on and what the point is. Like there are like um two like there are these masks that these like skeleton masks that first are are being worn by like these uh, male choreographed dancers, like these clown dancers almost, who have these like striped baggy pants with suspenders on, and they're dancing and have these masks on, and then these masks. Um, are on like these two women in bikinis and they're like kind of just like posing on each side of Carrie Pomu Pomu and she's like she's like frightened of them and she's like cowering away from them and you can tell that there's like definitely like a a statement about kind of like sexuality and maybe sexuality in music videos and but it, like the use of it in pop culture and kind of her reacting to it and she's definitely like an artist who um like from what I've read, like there is like a little bit of like trying to figure out how self-aware she is in in these uh, videos. And I watch it, and I just like like she's got to be completely self-aware. But like I guess there is like a question on whether or not she is or she isn't. And so um, I think that those those moments like that kind of reinforce the self-awareness and stuff too. So like like there are little moments that you can kind of with a little bit of context get an understanding for it but for for the most part it just seems like i think it's nonsense. mostly yeah it's, it's mostly style over substance though for the most yeah. part as are a lot of the k-pop videos it's all about fashion and and, and they do that ex- like extremely well right but it's just so, it, it pop videos awesome. in general pop videos in general really it's not just k yeah. you know, american yeah. pop videos you're it's it's rare you're going to find some real deep substance in them either um for sure but but like yeah, these are cra- definitely crazy creative, and there's definitely like in a, just like in K-pop, there's definitely like a Western influence in a- at aspects, but it's just blown out and and, and cartoonized or whatever. So um, cartoonized. I want to talk about L pop, Lithu- Al- Lithuanian pop. I I think I I think I'm part part Lithuanian. I don't really know. <laughs> I think I got some in me. Gross. Somebody was submitting a lot of uh, videos from Yugoslavia this week. Nice. And I was I was enjoying watching them. They're all very interesting. They're all. It's side note. Um, do you guys remember the um, uh, Kazakhstan national anthem from Borat? Mm-hmm. The yes. video they did with that, where it was all sort of like Cold War era, you know, industrial films that had sort of strung together to make this music video. Um, that is that doing that sort of style is really big in Eastern Europe right now apparently for music videos because i'm seeing so many of them come across and they're very self-aware of what they're doing um they're definitely like, parodying an old world eastern europe but um you know i think it's in it's important you know with k-pop or you know from videos from yugoslavia or for from wherever so much of what we do when we're looking at american music videos and stuff from other cultures that we more or less understand is looking at it, you know, with a context that we like have a very deep understanding of. And I think it's tough, especially I think music videos might be the, some of the toughest stuff to look at. And there's also symbolism. There's all sorts of, you know, visuals that may be referencing things in, you know, three, four minutes. And I think it's really tough to look at a K-pop video or look at any other video music video, specifically from a culture that we're not familiar with and get it completely, you know? Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I can't think of another, I mean, I think, you know, people enjoy and, you know, uh, 
I think it's different with film a little bit, you know, there because there's a there's kind of a universal language of film, of plot and storyline. You, you still get that the, those cultural differences with the foreign film, though. True, but, but, but I, you I can, mean, you I can follow a storyline. Like, yeah, I mean, well, there's still going to be like those usually. traditional. Those, those traditional styles of film that are still going to come out. Maybe you'll still find traditional styles of music video that will come out too. But I feel like they they are like they get their influence and from different places. You know what I mean? You're, and and the narrative, the narratives as well. I mean, there's going to be like a boy meets girl story in every culture. But like you're going to get a Carrie Pomu Pomu video only out of J-pop. Yeah, you know because, what I mean? like for for instance, um, Bollywood. Um, I've seen you know quite a few like you know Bollywood uh, films, and the you know when I'm watching those like obviously I'm not familiar with you know Indian culture and the sort of like s- different cultural differences that are present in it, but all Bollywood films more or less follow a, a you know a pretty conventional storyline. So what it is is taking you know the the storytelling and bringing that culture to it for for this it's sort of for music videos i almost feel like it's inside out a little bit like we can look at something like the the matai nightland video and have everything go over our heads we and we wouldn't know because mm-hmm. music videos are such a free format that there 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 when there are no rules there is nothing to to to, to structure and nothing to like social norms or social like cultural conventions to inform, you know. It's it's sort of like a free for all in a way. So that's why it's it's so difficult, I think, to watch foreign music videos because in a way you just don't know. You just don't. We just don't understand, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess I come from a, a different wheelhouse too, because a, a majority of the artists that uh, I listen to, they're like I. I sort of delve into lots of different countries like i wouldn't say it's predominantly american or canadian it's like from everywhere else right so i'm more accustomed to watching that stuff Mm -hmm. so this is definitely still weird though don't get me wrong (laughs) (laughs) this is weird (laughs) yeah it's Um, it's an interesting thing because music videos as as we found are, are so international and there's such like a i mean for american audiences we, you know, there might be a few foreign films that make it to the Oscars, you know, Oscar level, and that people talk about. For the most part, it's it's Hollywood stuff. Um, but for music videos, we might come across, you know, fifteen or twenty music videos in a year that are huge hits over here that are that are foreign. And I think of like Gangnam Style or even The Fox, which is from which is from Norway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's much since they're so tiny and so you know and they live in the internet which has no real that doesn't you know respect borders it's uh it's they can be kind of traded a little easily more easily. i think, that, I think, I think we're gonna see it more too yeah i think the internet does play a huge part though because you obviously yeah. what you're seeing in america is to, in terms of film is still determined by release and 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 that kind of thing and 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 where it where it's out when something is out on the internet it's out everywhere uh for the most part except for in the in you're in canada and it's on hulu but for the most for the most part if something is put on the internet in one country a different country gets to see it uh and so there are they don't have like rigid structure it's a New York no. LA premiere um, paradox again remember we were talking right. last week about the you know the 
the fact that you can restrict, you can make film exclusive, but you just can't do that with a music video. It's, it's it just doesn't play by those rules. Yeah. Um, well, it's a good example too. Like she, being from New Zealand, she wouldn't have been on the hot 100 as quickly as she was without the internet. Totally. And can we, can we say third week at number one on the billboard hot 100? Yeah, it's awesome. oh, that's so cute. I was thinking, I was talking about it on Twitter, uh, I think yesterday, that if this was 2009, we would have had a rap remix with B.O.B. doing a verse by now. Um, well, yeah, we... there definitely would be a rap remix. Well, well <laughs> Rick Rick Ross did rap over it. No, well, was was it an official release? I mean, Rick Ross, like, did, no, they didn't put it out. Like, it wasn't going to be on, like, the re-release of her album. But, like, Rick Ross did rap over that beat. That's the new thing that happens now. Instead of, like, having the official remix that also gets played on the radio, like, everyone just takes it and does something with it mm-hmm. and put and posts it on the internet. So, should, yeah. we move on to, should we move on to Azealia? Sure. This is Azealia. a very colorful, moving from one colorful video to another. It is Azealia Banks ATM Jam featuring Pharrell. Uh, Ronnie Alwyn is the director. Um, is Azealia Banks the only person this summer who didn't have a mega hit from a Pharrell feature? Hmm. She had a Pharrell feature, but she, it wasn't a mega hit. No, and it was a and it's a Pharrell beat too. But this is definitely not like blurred lines or uh, yeah, blurred lines or uh, um, lose yourself to dance. True, but I mean, there's only so much Pharrell you can take. I mean, I think he had two hits, and I don't know if he get taken a third. But this is a this is a this is a sexy music before. video. Back in, back in the Neptune's days, he certainly would just do it song after song after song, and it seemed like he was going to be able to pull it off this time around too. But yeah, this this ATM jams. Uh, it doesn't. It as far as the song, it didn't it didn't reach those other Pharrell levels. Um, it is a colorful video. This is the second Ronnie Alwyn. Azealia Banks video that they've done together, although the last one was a little, um, it's not so planned out as this one. Um, this is a cool video. Azealia does some some really good videos. She's definitely done some uh, uh, some great videos, like uh, Young Rapunzel that she did earlier this year, and she kind of came out of the gates with uh, Two Twelve. I think it's called Two and Two. God, I don't know, but that was also <laughs> yeah, that was also really. Two and two. That was also a really, uh, a really great music video that kind of got got her a lot of attention. But the young Rapunzel Jam Sutton directed video is definitely the one to watch. Uh, but yeah, I like. What about y'all, y'all boys? It was good. Um, like you said, Young Rapunzel is probably her best though. Uh, but uh, yeah, a cool video. Definitely an Azealia Banks video. Those are kind of the. Uh, the kinds of things she does, right? So lots of dancing, colorful clothes, and yeah. This took colorful to to a different level. They definitely, I mean, they colored it um, like the plants in the background and stuff. But the um, this is like I said, this is a sexy video. But this the the there's these girls like that she's hanging out with, and they remind me so much and i don't know if this is intentional or not of the girls from the beginning of the bubble butt video who mm. are dancing in the who are dancing in the apartment and uh they're like taking that awful like dolphin music on is, is on in the background right. and they like take so like that? i look like a slut they're taking <laughs> taking some one of those girls uh was in that um Karichi video that just came out as well yeah who i can't remember um uh, I, 
There is a way to remember it. There's a website that'll tell us. Lexi Hulme, Hulme, H-U-L-M-E. That's her. She's in the uh, Christina Carucci directed um, Money video by Alessi Zark. And she's also one of the girls at the beginning of that bubble butt video who then grow big butts and dance differently than they do. Mm -hmm. Later in the video, it's a good video. Bubble butt? butt. Yeah, well, both both actually are good videos, but bubble butt. It's in the running for the best of the year. I've already started thinking about that list. Really? Um, and did you, Diplo did a um, AMA this week, and uh, somebody asked him how he started working with Two Chains, and I think Two Chain he Diplo quoted a Two Chains line on Twitter. And Two Chains replied to him and said, "We should work together." That's a good way. And I think that's how Major Laser and, and uh, 2 Chains, uh, although a lot of the versions of um, Bubble Butt omit 2 Chains verse for some reason. Well, it's pretty explicit. Not not as explicit as the, the Tiga verse. Oh, that's true. Tiga. Tiga, sorry. Why do I keep calling him Tiga? I think it, yeah, I don't Cause, know. Because it's, I think that's a cool mistake. That's a cool mistake. <laughs> It's a fine mistake to make, but I like uh, I, I like sure. Tiger. I wasn't lot. sure either. I back you up on that. I thought it could have been either. I pronounce it. You guys don't. Um, you guys don't know your bad hip hop is the problem. I like I like Tiger. I like him a lot. I like really? I, 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 I don't. You know who I don't uh, like is is Juicy J. Well, let's not forget Juicy J has an Academy Award. So what? What does Juicy J have an Academy Award he's, for? He's in Three Six Mafia. And so they did that song "Hard Out Here for a Pimp." Oh my god! From, I can't. I forgot about that. From the from that Terrence Howard. <sighs> so Juicy J. This it's really funny to me, Juicy J, because like I know Juicy J from like when I'm in middle school and he's and he's rapping about sipping on Sizzurp and like Three Six Mafia. <laughs> like, do you guys remember that song? Sip, sip, Sizzurp, sip. You guys don't remember it. No, no, um, I don't remember that. Um, yeah, so that, like, ju- like, like, Juicy J has like gotten this like reincarnation in hip hop. Like, he shouldn't get another turn, but he certainly has gotten one. That's like, well. Prism came out this week, the new Katy Perry album, and there's one only one feature on it, a rap feature, and that's Juicy J. Literally, there's nobody else. It's all her. I mean, it's one of the. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird that he's re- like resurrected this new career that is like far more commercially successful than what his what their previous career what like what Three Six Mafia like sipping on that scissor was a was a pretty big like hip hop song back when that style of music was out. But so Three Six Mafia was always just like a want want to be cash money. So um, and, I want to talk about two more videos before we go to our picks of the week. Um... And uh, one of them is Rixton Makeout by uh, Emil Nava. Oh, that's a great video. So I definitely think we should talk about it. It's one of our picks. I mean, it's a, it was a IMVDB pick, but it's a great music video for sure. Yeah, so we should explain the premise here a little bit. And this is, uh, this is basically, there's a lot of meta stuff this week. And this is the, probably the biggest meta thing. This is basically them parodying other music videos for the whole music video. And I, I'll, I'll point them out. One of them is Katy Perry's Roar. Um which is in the thumbnail. What's the what's the video where the um is it best song in the world where they're playing with all the the house of the toilet paper in the background? I I don't know now. I don't know about the I don't know which one you're talking about. I haven't watched this video in a couple of days. Well, the the main performance setup is they're in front of a house and there's toilet paper on it. 
Um, I can't remember now. They, they they kind of like give away what they're going to parody during like the talk at the beginning. They're like, "Do you want to be hot like Katy Perry? Do you want to be as cool as Justin Bieber?" And what do they say? Well, they do parody um, "Beauty and a Beauty and a Beat" with Justin Bieber and Nicki right. Minaj, which is a bit of an older video. Most of these are really recent. Like they do they parody "Wrecking, Wrecking Ball," of course, which right. is right. on part I think to be one of the most parodied music videos ever. Um, Short but, of Ganyan style. Yeah, and yeah, short of Ganyan style. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, they actually do a really good job of parodying the style of Beauty and a Beat, um, which is actually a music video that I think is is growing on me a little bit. It's not it, as had, bad. It, had, it, it It was, I think that video was hurt by, the Beauty and the Beat video was hurt by the weird marketing technique that they used for that video. Do you oh, remember? Oh, yeah. Like well, yeah. Justin Bieber like, acted like he got his computer stolen <laughs> and and just all sorts of weird shit. And they also that do he, um they do Blurred Lines, of course, which is another massively parodied music, parodied music video from this year. But they also do briefly parody um, uh, Applause by Lady Gaga, which is one that has not been really talked about that much. Yeah, um, but they they do briefly parody it, and they do a relatively good job at it. So I like that one. I thought that was a good metal one for the week. I I prefer the the nineteen seventy five meta version music video that came out this week. Did you guys like that one? Yeah, tell us what that one is about. Um. Okay, <laughs> I will. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing something else. Um. Uh. The this is me killing time while I pull it up. Just while to be you sure. watch the music video. And... Well, I was never for the first time. For the first time, <laughs> so I wrote a blog post about. It. Um, no, okay. So the 1975 video, uh, the 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 band the 1975, they have they did a series of like a, a string of kind of darker black and white music videos, and then a couple of months ago, um, they released a really great music video called Sex, which was directed by Adam Pound, shot by Michael Reagan, um, which is like a more narrative video. Their previous videos were in black and white. This one was in color. And so uh, there was a little bit of reaction from some fans saying, you know, that like uh, accusing them of Conform, conforming to record companies' wishes by putting out a music video, which, like, if you know, like, anything about music videos and you watch that video, like, that does not come off as like, oh, this is what this is what the record label wants. Like, <laughs> a narrative about like two, like a couple, and you know, with no shots of the band performing at all. Like, that's that's what the record labels are just forcing bands to do these days and so uh it's like a really weird accusation in the first place but like in response to that accusation they made this music video that basically the the concept of the video is them being forced to do a pop video that they don't want to do so um it's like a video it, it's it's essentially like like they, like them making blurred lines and don't want to because the video is full of like beautiful women in lingerie kind of just like dancing around in a psych different color spaces it's like extremely poppy video and the whole time the band is kind of just forcing themselves through it they're very disinterested they don't give a lot of enthusiasm in their performances they're like often shots of the of them like complaining to someone off camera (laughs) it's a really funny video and and meanwhile like the, the the four models also play it really well like about like 
like they they're they're like there is a scene where they're, they're like playing the instruments of the band and they're like not even trying to like make it look like they're actually playing or anything like that and uh and it's it's just like the, the video works and it's definitely like really interesting kind of twist on this um like like that typical pop music video and they're like you know they're they pull it off like it doesn't seem like they like just want to do a pop video and they're acting like they didn't want to do it. Like because of the backstory that goes along with it and everything like that. I, I think it really it really worked for me. What did you guys think? I thought it was a good I'm definitely video. a fan. Yeah. Sorry, I go like ahead, Adam. Yeah, I was just gonna say I like uh, I agree with uh basically everything you so said. I like the band a lot too. They're uh they're a pretty good band. Yeah, I, I like the it. more more popular uh like indie bands right now. They're quite yeah. big. Yeah, there's definitely like a pop influence, which is funny that there's like so much pushback from them being a pop band. They have one, they have one song, "Chocolate," I think it's called. That's like a huge, like hugely popular song right now. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it's it's it. I really enjoy the video. I I, kind, I like all of the 1975. All of the videos from that band are good. The the darker, um, you know, black and white ones from earlier on are, are really great as well. They have a good '90s, uh, like a '90s feel to their music too, which is something that wasn't really used, and I find it's getting more uh, prevalent in a lot of the bands now. That '90s sound. Yeah, but I do. I really like this video. This is this one. Um, I don't know. I guess the, I, I I like them both. The both the kind of meta make like making fun of music videos, music videos that have come out. I think now is now is a good time for that style of music video to be coming out. Now. We've kind of moved past all of the big pop videos that are going to come out, kind of have already. And so now you just make fun of all the ones that have come out. <laughs> I, I think we should uh, briefly, I think it'll make the top 10 by the end of the week. I think some of the ones that we've got up in there right now are not going to remain. But I think we should talk about this horrible Paul Hardy video. Yes, for a that bit. was last on, my, last on my list of ones that I definitely wanted to talk about because. Um, just a little backstory here, Paul McCartney, and I have not been. I I'm like the, I'm like the, the at the forefront of calling Paul McCartney's post Beatles career. Uh, not good. I just don't calling, like it at all. Calling it, as it, calling it as it is. Yeah, it's calling it as it is. There have been some bright spots, but I, for a lot of it, I just I just can't stand it. And one and so he came up with this album new. The name of the album is new. Um, on on Tuesday, and uh, I like it a lot. I think it's a great album. I think the the song Queenie Eye uh, is not the greatest track from it. There are, there's there are much better, but he worked with a lot of great producers, and um, doesn't sound some of it sounds similar to his other stuff. But this is a, a much. I mean, when you when you compare it to like all the other people or all the other guys his age, I mean, Paul McCartney's. And he's, he's in his 70s now, and he's still making what I would call relevant music, not relevant to maybe, you know, the the kids who are like 18 out there that are buying records, but it's definitely more relevant than like the Eagles, you know, 18th reunion tour or like <laughs> Fleetwood Mac playing at the, you know, the United Center. Um, I mean, Paul McCartney's managed to dodge that, and I really respect him for it. But <clears throat> there's this sort of, thing that he loves to do and that so much of his stuff from like 19 like 90 to now has been around that has basically been the the whole f- 
people like being so floored by the Beatles stuff and him just acting nonchalant about it. And so, you know, and for like all of his his concert videos, he did a 2002 concert DVD called Back in the Back in the U.S. Where he it was about his U.S. tour, and that and basically every song in between it was a little vignette about people like going nuts for him and him just sort of being nonchalant and and just sort of playing it I'm off. Paul, I'm Paul McCartney. Who cares? Yeah, yeah he's he doesn't really really care. And meanwhile, he's like at a home in like Ohio of this like 14 person family, and they're all wearing Paul McCartney homemade T-shirts and like <laughs> crying and just like going absolutely nuts. This was an actual scene. Um, (laughs) so, so I was really disappointed. So this video was shot at Abbey Road, the famous Abbey Road Beatles studio. And it, and, uh, we saw all these like behind the scenes stuff and there's going to be all these different stars like, uh, um, Johnny Depp. Like crazy, crazy stars for music videos. I'm not talking about the guy from True Blood. (laughs) This is Meryl Streep and fucking Johnny Depp and Sean Penn in this video, like massive Academy Award nominated and Chris Movie Pine stars. and Kate Kate Moss and a bunch of people that are more famous over across the pond like uh, Alice Eve and, and Jack Severetti. But anyway, we, we, Tracy we all, yeah Tracy Ullman. We all knew they were doing something in Abbey Road Studio um, and uh, or one of the studios in Abbey Road, the famous one with the staircase. And uh, so anyway, the video comes out and Paul, it's basically just Paul McCartney playing the song Queenie Eye on the piano while. Uh, people, these celebrities just start appearing, just sitting around, jamming out to the song. No, but they're not even listening to like his version of it. Like it's like it's like it's like Johnny Depp with like a 2006 iPod in his hand, like the first iPod that played video. Like he still uses that. He hasn't got a new one. And like and like listening to the song with earbuds in. Like it's not. He's not listening to the live. Paul McCartney playing. He's like listening to the song and like looking down, like looking at the ground, like he's waiting in an airport. Like it's just like it's just it's just stupid and lazy. And can I just say, if you're writing a music video treatment right now, and you set that music video in the studio, that music video sucks. You've ri- you're writing a shitty music video because there that it's done. No music videos in a studio are ever going to be good again. But the, and, and it's hard to argue that there has ever been a good one. But so. this is like this is so disappointing for two reasons. Number one, it, nothing happens at all. There is just, and it, and some of the, the I think the CG of you know putting the people in there like Chris Pine looks like he's floating in <laughs> in air and he's just right. like sitting there like smiling and nodding his head. It is bafflingly stupid and um and it is directed by Mr. Um, um, Simon Abowd who has directed a lot of Paul McCartney like concert videos and stuff. But the other thing that's so disappointing about this is it just is back on the same old Paul McCartney shtick. And if you watch the behind the scenes, there's this this thing that he does when he's around Beatles equipment where he like plays a line or he plays a piece of an old Beatles song off of the original equipment and people just they just shit themselves right there. I mean he was doing this like during the anthology stuff in the nineties and he's still doing it now that's why like i love that um that michelle gondry video that for um dance tonight because you know no matter what you think of the video it is a, it is a departure from his like constant usual groove 
of being Paul it's McCartney. Still, it still satisfies like that, like, I'm Paul McCartney and I know famous people <laughs> uh, uh, thing because it's got, like, the fact that it's a Gondry video. I mean, that was, when that video came out, Gondry was still actively doing music, uh, doing movies pretty pretty frequently, and they were getting bigger. Um, and it has uh, Natalie Portman in it as well. Um, so it still has, like, famous people who weren't really doing music videos at the time and, and, and like, movie stars. And uh, so, like, it still satisfies that need for him. But uh, it's still it's a, a good music. I, I mean, it's definitely not my favorite Condry video, but it's still a good, it's good music video. It's well executed, but this is just shit. This is shit. This is shit music video. It's not good. I don't like it. And like, I like I knew when when people were like, "Oh, he, he uh, the new Paul McCartney music video is gonna have Meryl Streep and Johnny Depp and all of these hugely famous people." I I knew right then and there that it was gonna be this this kind of half-assed nonsense. I didn't know it would be so bad where it looks like fucking Johnny Depp at a train station like after his girlfriend just broke up with him listening to this shitty Paul McCartney song but it, it's 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 still like it, about what I expected about what I expected just like when when Adam you heard like Eminem Rick Rubin song and you knew exactly what that was going to sound like when I heard all these stupid <laughs> asshole famous people were going to be in this dumbass music video I just knew it was going to suck and I was so right, and the th- the thing is, they're I bet they're all embarrassed to be in this, but they are <laughs> too. They they Paul McCartney's too much of a legend to to tell him. Meryl Streep is like clapping and dancing along with this, like she's my mom. Like they're <laughs> like it is this. She oh god! Did you watch it's, this video, Adam? Did you, by the way, I watched it live while you were describing it. Oh good, That's <laughs> I have no worries. It's, it's worse. It's worse than that Michael Jackson video that you. That you did the Liberian girl. The Liberian Liberian girl girl. has a plot. It's Liberian girl is a joke, like kind of like it's retarded. But it's (laughs) it's at least like at least it's like it's it's a little bit more self aware and like there's a purpose behind it. This is just dumb. It's so dumb. And this is the this is the video definition of a circle jerk. These people, everybody who is grooving into this music is furiously masturbating to the thought of themselves grooving into the music in their mind yeah. the entire time. They are so pleased with themselves. Um, and, and and But but that's the magic of Paul McCartney. He comes off as not being pleased with himself. He comes off as just, oh, you got a what? t-shirts with my face on it? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I do look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe we spent enough time ripping this music video apart. It's upset us th- this morning. Um, it was so upsetting. It was so upsetting. like I don't know what I expected. Like some crazy narrative that like really stretches the acting ability of Johnny Depp. Well, the the thing is, that there was there was one um, there was one person. This guy's name is I'm not familiar with him. Uh, James Corden, and if you look at the behind the scenes, they're definitely filming something where it it unmistakably looks like a part of a narrative because he is he runs into frame and he looks around and he like he doesn't know where he is and there's a there's the the shot of Paul McCartney looking at the monitors kind of laughing and and that that I was like oh my god they're gonna do some sort of narrative but of course this shot does not appear (laughs) anywhere in this video at all I I didn't even see Corden anywhere in this I need to look at it again but Anyway, and, and one more one more tidbit. I think that's Giles Martin, um, uh, George Martin's son, who's the the board operator there. 
which is a, I mean for Beatles fans, it's I think it's a little cool. But anyway, that's even, now that we've yeah, shit on that video for 20 minutes, um, uh, let's see, is there any big one, big other ones from this week that i got to make sure we talk about? I really like the Arctic Monkey One for the Road video directed by Focus Creeps. Did you guys watch this one? Mm-hmm. But yes, is that going to be somebody, is that gonna be somebody's pick of the week? No. Well, I feel like we've probably already talked about what my pick of the week is, and so I don't think it's mine. <laughs> I think we should just talk about it. Because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Well, it has a uh, large farm equipment. Large farm equipment, and it's and it's and it's made the it's badass large farm equipment. I look at the people in this video and I say, those people are cool cooler than me. Hmm. Did you did you think that when you watched this video? <laughs> Nobody else thought that. Everyone else watched this video and was like, yep, I think I'm, that when I'm, I watch every video. <laughs> you can't. You you. That's not true. That's no, not true. Not true. The you Paul McCartney watch... video. I'm cooler than Paul McCartney. <laughs> no, definitely. You're definitely cooler than Johnny Depp in this fucking video. Johnny Depp, what happened to you, man? Who knows? Um, but maybe we should do. We should do our, our. I mean, we don't have to describe them if we've already talked about them. But we should do maybe just we some other stuff that we like this week. Our our, our pick, if you will. Let's do it. Go ahead. Go. Go. No, I can't go first. I think Adam. Adam should go first. Go. Okay, sure. My pick was, uh, I don't know how to say his name, but I'm going to just go on a limb here. I think Malosh, maybe, uh, for the song Slow Down. So uh, I learned a lot from this video, actually. Um, I didn't know that Malosh was one half of one of my favorite new bands, Rye. They're kind of an alternative R&B act. They're really good. And it turns out he's also Canadian. I didn't know that, and he's from Toronto, and I have some friends that actually met him, uh, nice. and they didn't know he was in Rye either. So and I that think was interesting. Is, and I think this is his wife in the video. And that was the other little tidbit that I learned. This was his wife, who happens to be actress Alexa Nicholas, who was once the star, the, the supporting star on uh, Disney Channel's Zoe 101, which was... Uh, yeah, uh, no, that uh, was it Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah, you know why? Because we're a family channel, and they kind of stole that and put it with the Disney shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? So, yeah, yeah, so you're probably right. That probably. I right. actually just made that up. I don't know if it's Disney. Yo, it is Nickelodeon. It's you might be Nickelodeon. right. No, it is. It is. I just Googled, I just Googled it. I just Googled it. it yeah, was Google that, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, this was my pick. Uh, I really like the... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty big into... Uh, minimalism right now so videos that uh don't have much narrative and still convey some kind of a feeling or an emotion and accompany the song well and that this is basically um alexa sitting in a car driving and that's the video black and white and she kind of goes through an array of emotions while listening to the song that's used in the video mm-hmm. and uh, I, I just as well yeah I, I just really liked it she lip, she lip syncs the songs a little bit too. Yeah, and it really is like yeah, a deep range of emotions, like from from like laughter to crying to all that stuff. And it's tight on her face the whole time, like a dashboard camera or something like that. Yeah, and uh, also her. Malosh he directed it, and uh, I felt like one of the things that I got from it all after reading a little bit about it was that like you can kind of feel that it's like a you know a husband directing his wife in this video. He's got like the spotlight on her, and it's. Uh, 
also sort of taking her away from uh i don't know if she's done anything else since that zoe 101 show but it kind of shows that she's got some acting chops at least in comparison to what she did on that show so yeah i, I just was really i found the whole thing compelling because i love rye i love his voice malosha's voice is really cool so yeah just an overall good video are you married adam no i'm not married i'm the only one married here and and uh I don't know. I I can I can see the 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 little bit of a married connection there, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's, very, he's at the very beginning of the video. They like kiss at the very beginning. Yeah, so that's yeah, him that's singing great. in this song. Yeah. And Ari in general. What? Yeah. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, and he's the singer. Sounds for like Rai a lady. Too. Oh yeah, that's his really? thing, right? Like when actually, just quickly, I'll just summarize this real fast. Because when Rai got really big uh, late last year, and uh, when they first mm-hmm. started to build up popularity on the internet, um, they didn't reveal their identities. So, uh, and the whole point was that he didn't want us to know his gender. Um, when they performed live, they did it in like. The, dimly lit rooms where you couldn't really see the singer or anything and then the album came out and it was called woman so that kind of fed the whole myth to some more and yeah. then finally they kind of relief revealed that it was a dude and uh, yeah so i think i have i think i have rye songs on a spotify playlist called ladies with nice voices and that <laughs> i got it right now because that's not right get the fuck out of there you stupid jerks Chairlift, chairlift remains and churches. Um, that's weird. Um, that's really interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. I learned. I learned a new thing. Um, it's a really great song and a really. It's a. It is a really personal video and it seems really real. So it's. It's a good one. Great pick, Fairhome. You're up. You're up. You're up. I'm on deck. I'm on deck. No, that would mean that you're up next. You're up. You're now. So you're oh, up. the baseball. Right, baseball games. The baseball games. I love baseball games. Um, and I just, uh, I just lost. I just had this. Hold on a second. Stupid idiot. God, what the fuck is wrong with me? Fired. Um. Uh, I'll cut this out. No. I just. I'm using Safari, and I'm not used to it. Um, let me just search for it. Here we go. So my pick de la week is um, a music video called Midnight Shallows by Mount Wolf. And this is one of those videos that's it's a, a very, it's sort of like a visual experiment. And I sometimes I get really bored by these videos, but if the song is really good then i think that it definitely draws me in this 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 worked really well and if you're familiar with like the the old like um motion uh tests of like um i don't know if moybridge is is the right name but anyway they used to do these these old early days of motion tests where they would have like a grid and they would study the motion of you know different objects and stuff like that um and uh, or like the famous one is that Edward Moybridge, I, I believe, uh, horse running. You know, he 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 bet uh, had a bet with a guy that the horse's legs, like all four of them, left the ground at one time. And so to do it, they you know kind of like did this motion study of a horse, which was you know part of the beginning of motion motion film. Anyway, so there's all this like history there, and a lot of it is is a sort of famous and iconic. And um, 
this video is, is it's not exactly harkening I mean it's harkening back to that but it's not like directly referencing any of that but it's a lot of really interesting motion studies of um, like one of them is an, is an owl flying um, one of them is just you know the motion of like the the human body and it's this the way I'm describing it sounds really dull um, but the way they do it is really really interesting and and it's directed by a, a duo um, Jean-Philippe Blunt and Tom Humphreys and um, there's no computer generated images in any of this this is all sort of like in camera um, effects um, and it's really beautiful if you when you watch it in HD um, and actually well, I was trying to figure out if any other music videos I've done this before, and actually the U2 video for um, Lemon, which was a song off of their um, alternative record from 1993, I believe, or four, um, also was really he- heavily in- influenced by this style of like motion study um, and did it in a pop video way. But I thought it was a really beautiful video, and that's my pick of the week. Sweet. That song Lemon is also on the 30 Rock soundtrack. Do you guys do you guys listen to that soundtrack? Everybody get up. Everybody get up. You guys, you guys can continue talking. Well, no, I want to watch this Red Foo video now. I forgot that we weren't live. Red Foo, it's going to be in the top ten. Half a million views. I just added it if you go to... It's called Let's Get Ridiculous. It's... It's... it's, it's it's oh, seven and a half minutes long. It's one word, okay. I don't know. I don't. Is he from? Uh, oh, I know who he he's is. He's from LMFAO. He's the LMFAO guy. <laughs> the uh, screen cap gets out of way quickly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, so. the whole first. The song hasn't even started yet. I'm two minutes in. Two minutes and 30 seconds in. There's already been in headphones a few times, but still no song. Okay, where's my audio? Something's broken. Here we go.